Welcome back to Tiger Cats pregame presented by Active Green and Ross. Louis B alongside Andy Fantuz, uh, about 45 minutes away from kickoff between the Hamilton Tiger Cats and the Montreal Alouettes on an absolutely gorgeous afternoon for football here at Tim Hortons Field. Uh, now time to get to some pregame salutations. Coach Sal, John Salavantis, is here with us now. Coach Sal, great to see you. Oh, thank you. Uh, proud to be out <laughs> in the nice sunshine and enjoying the day. Second half of the season starts right now, right? Seven games down, seven games to go. Just before we get to today's game, how would you kind of evaluate the, the Ticats first half of the season here? Well, I, I think injury played so much of a part of it that it's difficult to say. I think defensively, they're right on their game. Offensively, they had to change the way they approached the game uh, once Mazzoli was hurt and uh, David Wofford came in, did exactly what he had to do in, in order to uh, get the wins in those ball games. So right now, I think with the return of the players, things are starting to look up for the second half of the season. You've got to be pleased in the position that the Ticats are in in the standings after that poor start and, uh, and all those injuries. What, what, what would you be saying as a coach right now, or how would you be feeling uh, going into that second half and into the playoff stretch? Well, I, I think we, we automatically go back and look at the first couple games in the West, and there were difficult games and things didn't work out. We got some people hurt. Now we're getting those people back. You guys are playing well. You know, this is your field. Protect your home her, uh, turf. Uh, you know, Coach has not lost a game here. Coach O's not lost a game yet. So, uh, in, a, in a nutshell, you're just sending them out to do their job. Let's get into some football uh, about today then. I, I kind of mentioned earlier that my first thought, my, all my eyes are on Jeremiah Mazzoli, the confidence and, and, and po and posure in the pocket and how he's reading the field and, and just his his body language. What's something that stands out to you uh, about about the storylines going into tonight? Well, you know, I think you're right on, Andy. You know, Mazzoli's going to be the story, but uh, the story evolves around the how he's going to get the ball to his receivers. And when you put Addison in and Banks in and you balance up that field, and you got speed going down the field, you're looking at being able to throw the deep balls. Now, Montreal defensively have given up 11 30-plus passes. So Jeremiah is great on the deep ball. Can he get protected enough? And as you say, not being concerned about what's going on up front, be protected enough that he can get the deep ball down the field. Yeah, we didn't see a lot of that in games one and two, uh, any shots within the numbers downfield at all. So I, I couldn't agree with you more. That's what I'd be looking at. On the defensive side, you know, I expect the defense to be the Hamilton Tiger Cat defense, and they're going to be focused on the run and William Standback. But what, what adjustments do you think Montreal could make into this game and, uh, and how, how, they would, uh, how the Ticats would handle that? Well, you know, in the first game, as we said, they, they held Stanback down. I think he got 46 yards. I, I don't remember the number of carries. But Montreal likes to run the ball on first down. 42% of the time on first down, they run the ball. So first down production becomes very, very important. If you can stop them and keep them in that second and medium to long, now you've got Adams in a position where he has to throw the ball, and he has to drop back to throw it. The play action won't help him, so he's now in a position where he's a thrower of the ball from the pocket five and seven-step drops. 
Now your defensive line's got a chance. The uh, the Montreal Alouettes have allowed a CFL low seven sacks this season. Uh, they have given up just one sack, to your point, Coach, on 205 total first down plays. Where did they get the first six sacks? Against the Hamilton Tiger Cats. So the Cats at that time, but both of these lines, both the Cats and Montreal have improved their offensive line play. They're not soft right now. They're, they're much better than they were. To that point, we see that uh, there is a change on the offensive line as Coulter Woodmansey draws in there on right guard. Um, it, it looks like it's a, it's a ratio decision because of the, the receivers that they're going with, with Braylon Addison and Brandon Banks back. But um, I thought the offensive line had been playing well. What, what do you make of that kind of throwing in Woodmansey uh, to that offensive line with Jeremiah back? Right now, it becomes an issue of, of ratio. Yeah. You, you have no choice. As a coaching staff, you look at everything you're doing and say, okay, in the game plan this week, we need receivers. We can attack their secondary. So we have got to, to balance up uh, somehow. And Wood Manzi is, uh, you know, first start, it's going to be difficult, and it's very difficult to help an interior lineman. So uh, he's got to stand up to it. And going against, on the other side of the line, uh, for that offensive line for the Ticats, you've got a defensive line that just got their positional coach fired. Uh, their positional coach just got fired. They didn't get them, them fired, but they just got fired. So, uh, you know, I know how that would make me feel as a player, but, but why don't you give me uh, your perspective on that? Well, I think you said it without realizing what you said. <laughs> they got him fired. You know, they did not play up to what standards they wanted, so they end up firing them. Now, if you're on that defensive line, what are you thinking coming into this game? My job is on the line right now. Sewell and Urban and, and the entire defensive line has to get up and play and play well. They brought Sewell in for specifically to help that defensive line. Coach, when you look at um, you know what the Ticats have been doing well, it's I mean defensively. How do you expect the offense to kind of change what they've been doing? Because it, it worked obviously with Watford those short yardage. How how different do you think this Ticats offense looks versus what we saw last week? I think it's entirely different. Yeah. I think this has got to be a wide open offense. It's a Jeremiah Mazzoli offense. It has to be one in which he can throw the ball. Once he gets positioned where he can throw it and throw it deep. Uh, to Banks and to Addison and to Dunbar on the outside, then I think it softens up everything else. The linebackers have to drop back and get into some more zone looks outside, et cetera. So really it's going to be an entirely different look, in my opinion, uh, than what we had with Wofford. I couldn't agree more. I think uh, leading into the playoff stretch, you need to start practicing the team you want to be going into the playoffs, and I don't think uh, – I don't think that Coach O and Tommy are going to be complacent with that, that sort of the, the scheme that they had over the last couple of weeks. So regardless of even if they have some mistakes today, do you see them sticking with that, that open, open up offense and throwing the ball downfield, even if there is some interceptions or sacks? Or Absolutely, Andy. They've got to do that. You cannot win in this league if you cannot throw the ball and throw the ball vertically down the field. The dink and dunk works as Wofford was able to do it. But they, they really put everybody in a position to make Wofford uh, successful at that time. With Masoli, he's, a, he's an experienced quarterback. 
Uh, where were we? Edmonton, when he threw 24 straight uh, completions down the field, he's allowed to have an interception. He's allowed to be able to make a mistake. And I think game conditioning is going to become an important part of this game because Addison and Banks and Mazzoli have not been in game play for a long period of time. Something Coach touched on this week, you really can't replicate game action, especially with a guy like Jeremiah who's coming back from a rib injury, an elbow injury. You really can't replicate what they do in games in practice. So it will be a, a huge test to see how he starts the game, like you say, and, and Braylon and, and Brandon as well. Yeah, and, and one of the things that, that you will know, Andy, as a receiver, he has to be able to protect his receivers. If he's going to send Banks over the middle, he can't throw him a high ball. He can't allow him to stretch out and get those ribs hit again. He's got to be able to put the ball in position for Banks. And with Addison, you know, he knows he's got the speed down the field. Don't underthrow him. Get the ball out to him. He'll run to it. Yeah, I, I want to see see the confidence in his throwing and, and his decision-making. And uh, I agree. I, I don't want to put any hospital balls out there, but I do want to see him give his receivers a chance to make some plays in one-on-one -on -one situations. And that's that's a lot different than what you're talking about, about coming across the middle and having someone other than the person guarding them hit them. That's uh, that's what you're referring to, a hospital, like a, a, a ball that's going to create a big collision. But I like to see him give those guys a chance to make some plays and get some confidence as a receiving group and not just catch the wide open ones. And, and uh, to that point, you know, Adams is the same way. He's not afraid of the deep ball, the 50-50 ball. He'll throw it up to, to Lewis and Winicky down the field. Those two guys between them have 18 touchdowns, I believe, uh, at this point in the, in the season. And it's all because of those 50-50 balls. But look at the Hamilton defensive side. And Hamilton's defense uh, has knocked down about 18 balls. So, you know, it's it's a matter of, of who's going to play the 50-50. Coach, so, Coach Sal, appreciate it as always. Thanks for stopping by. Enjoy you're more than welcome, guys. Enjoy. Bro.